0: It is 7.30 a.m. California time Pacific, and that means it is time for your daily financial news. A couple of quick things before we get started. First, let's congratulate someone who is doing the work and got their first or next rental property. Scott, your card will go out in the mail. What? If you don't know what this is, folks, this is a contest that I am running just to see if one rental at a time is adding value to the world. Uh, If you don't know already, I am trying to help a million people during the rest of my life close on their first or next rental property. This is one way I am tracking that. So if one rental at a time, YouTube, book, courses, Instagram, whatever it is, I am an easy grader. If you close a transaction, you would like to get one of these cards and simply say one rental at a time helped some way, somehow, let me know. I will send you a card Uh, And if we get to the magic number of 500 by May 31st, uh, we will uh, be cutting a big check to a food bank uh, and doing some other fun things. So uh, be a part of the journey. Let's have some fun together. You know what? And let's see if we can't help a million people in the next 50 years or so. Uh, A couple of quick things. I do want to ask for one favor. If you are a daily viewer of One Rental at a Time, I need your help. Something that I did on Sunday is I interviewed my real estate agent in Fresno and we planned what we are trying to do to add about $2 bucks in properties next year. But one of the metrics he gave me was either frightening or crazy. So I would love for you, if you have access to data, great. If not, ask an agent friend of yours, I want to know the following, how many agents, active listings were in your msa in december 2019 and how many active listings in december of 2021 i bring this up because i was shocked by what i heard from michael he shared with me that there were about 2400 active listings december of 2019 this is obviously pre-pandemic and today Two years later, we have less than 500. There is no mathematical way to have a housing crash when you have 80% less active listings. This is something we should be tracking because I do believe in the housing slowdown. I've called it, we have to watch this number in my market from 500. It probably has to get over 12 or 1300, which could happen. And frankly, should happen, but how fast that is something we need to watch. So do me a favor. One went till at a time community is worldwide. So I would love to hear from you. Please collect and leave comments below. How many active listings December 19? How many active listings December 2021? I would love to see what's going on across the nation and yes, across the world. If you are in New Zealand or France or Hong Kong or wherever you are please let me know. I would love to see the difference. This is a worldwide channel. Uh, My focus obviously is North America. That's my background, but I would love to see what's going on around the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On to the daily financial news this morning, a couple of things came across my radar. First and foremost, looks like Kathy Wood hit some big sell orders yesterday. Uh, She sold something like 43 different companies uh, near as I can tell, she didn't buy anything yesterday. Uh, first thought for me because the the quantities were kind of small on a percentage basis, but still, forty three companies. Initially, I thought she might be doing some tax loss selling, basically, uh, you know, sell some losses so she could ride off against some of her gains. I don't know, it was an interesting strategy, but apparently, uh, I've gotten some alerts this morning. Uh, from other viewers that she sold because of distributions. Dug into that this morning, it looks like across her fund she's had about 200 million dollars in distributions, people taking money out in the last seven days. Yeah, you know she was the hot trader for a couple of years. Uh, she's down I think 22, 23% this year. So uh, maybe some tax loss selling, maybe some window dressing. Uh, but yeah, it looks like she is uh, seeing some withdrawals. Uh, CNBC did their biannual. Yes, this is a survey they do twice a year. Uh, they just published it yesterday about what millionaires are thinking. Uh, looks like about 41% think the economy will be stronger in 2022 uh, and 35% weaker with the remaining kind of as is. I don't know about you. I'd love to hear from you. Do you think 2022 will be stronger or weaker? You can go ahead and leave comments. If you're watching live, you can leave me comments right now, stronger or weaker. For me, I think it kind of I think the answer is yes and yes. For me, the first half feels like we're set up to be weaker. And I've said that for three months, so this hasn't changed. I've said that Q4 was going to be a barn burner. We're probably going to be see six or seven percent GDP growth a lot of holiday sales we've reported on that here recently but i think we're going to go into a uh, i think q1 q2 are are going to be weak and then if i had to guess right now i think the second half of 2022 maybe is slightly stronger than the first although i would not call the second half strong i just think it will be a little better than the first but um yeah so that was interesting uh Next up for these millionaires, they talked about the S&P 500, where they expect it to go, and the lion's share of them expected 5% growth or less. I don't know about you, but if, if the upside is 5% and the downside is, say, more than that, I don't know if the risk-adjusted return is all that great. But that's what CNBC Millionaire Survey uh, was talking about. Apparently, investors are nervous but can't get out. This is the classic, I'm nervous, but I can't get out. There's no better place. and putting it in cash is not seen as a good option. Uh, they are saying things uh, like inflation is our biggest threat. Uh, we can't get out because there's nothing else to buy. Sorry, I was looking at my notes. For me, for me, the question isn't so much stocks, but it's the economy. It's the consumer. And I will ask you to think about our conversations about China. Right? Remember we talked about China for the last 90 days and I've been nailing what's going on there? The consumer, the citizen, the individual family is nervous. What happens when they're nervous? They stop going to Starbucks, they stop buying Nike shoes, they stop buying on Alibaba or buy less, and most importantly, they stop buying houses. Right? Property sector, property developers, Evergrande, they freaked out the sellers. So they are retreating from the market. That is what I'll be watching for with the American consumer. That's what I'll be watching from the European consumers, right? Are, have we had enough? Are we truly going to retreat or not? So that's, that's what I'm looking at. Looked at food prices. Again, core inflation, right? We talked about the last report of CPI at 6.8. I've done the math for you. It's actually 10 when you bring in the correct calculation for rent. Looks like uh, there's not a lot of relief, at least in the short term, for food. Uh, apparently, shipping is up, demand is up, fertilizer fertilizer cost is up, and bad weather. El Niño is wreaking havoc around the world. Uh, Agricultural commodities are up 40% since 2019. This is a problem, again, because inflation is a tax that the government doesn't want to talk about. It is a regressive tax, which means it hurts the bottom more than the top, and this will eventually cause consumers to retreat. This rent inflation that we have seen recently cannot continue at the pace. I have seen many investors think it will. I am sorry to tell you that at some point, your tenants cannot pay. Rent inflation must slow down. I'm not saying it's going to go negative. Don't hear that but it must slow down. You can't have rent inflation of 40% on 40% on 40%. That's that's not healthy and that is not good for anyone. Uh, Goldman Sachs came out uh, with some interesting things because again, remember something I'm looking for in 2022 is the return to the office. When will that happen? Right now, most people are talking spring of 2022. That will be a good sign, in my opinion, that we are getting back to normal, or at least on the path to whatever normal is. But Goldman Sachs is saying that uh, they are now going to require both employees and visitors, which I thought was interesting, to be double vaccinated plus boosted, and they will test twice a week. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how many other employers adopt a strategy similar to this. And of course, what percent of their workforce and visitors go nope not going there because again freedom of choice case schiller came out with their numbers today again these numbers are from october it is december and they're reporting on october can't they have faster computers or whatever it is and report this data at least earlier right can't we at least talk about november why are we talking about october but anyways that is their report their 20 city report came out da 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 up 18.4 percent that is slightly down on a year-over-year basis from last month which was 19.1 a la the real estate slowdown Uh, i do expect the real estate slowdown to accelerate and again that does not mean we go negative it just means we go up less fast Uh, the 20 cities highest phoenix arizona i hope all of you are investing in phoenix arizona if you had your properties are up 32.3, heck, let's call it 33% in a year. You bought a 300K house a year ago, it is now worth 400. Congratulations. And if you only put 3.5% down, your $10,000 investment is now worth 110. That's a 10X, baby. Congratulations. Next up, Tampa, 28.1, not bad. Miami, 25.7. Yeah, Arizona and Florida, Cranking, crushing these numbers. And the smallest gain, number 20. Anybody got a guess? Anybody want to throw out a quick guess? The answer is Chicago. Chicago, Illinois, smallest gain, but still double digits up, frankly, a respectable 11.5%. I think most years we'd all be happy with 11.5%. When are you not happy? When you are number 20 out of 20 uh, at 11.5%. Pretty crazy. Um, do, do, do what else do we have. Oh, something else to remember. I talked about as inflation gets bad and I think it gets worse from here. The one thing we must watch the one mistake that was like, do not cross this red line that we made in the eighties is the federal government came out and established price fixes, right? They, they basically interjected their big brother into the market and said, thou shall not sell it for X or Y or whatever. That is a very dislocation, dislocation, that creates dislocation and is very inefficient. It is not healthy. Uh, But who knows? That is something I am definitely looking at to see if they come out and try to do something. That is a big, that's a big no-no. That will cause a lot, that may create short-term, I don't know, feel good, uh, but it will be a long-term problem. Looks like there are finally some folks talking about China and just how bad their cash flow is. Remember, folks, a lot of people like to talk about net worth. A lot of people like to talk about income. But if you want to see the healthy side of the company, you must look at their cash flow statement. Looks like right now they're saying, hey, if companies sell 30% less homes, about one third of their property developers will go poof, bust. Cash flow dries up company withers on the vine and dies here's the problem i think that is underreported what they are finally starting to see is these property developers have off balance sheet debt private debt and all debt comes due for example one of their companies fantasia admitted to having over a hundred million dollars in private debt not on their financial statements folks if companies aren't reporting accurate financial statements first off, that's a crime, or at least it should be. But this is exactly what happened in the U.S., think Enron and the like back in the day. Uh, This is not good. Uh, So again, uh, home sales not doing well. They are down. What do I have? 16.3% in November. I think it gets worse. You basically told the Chinese citizens who thought real estate ownership was the path to a better future. It was their pension and they believed it for 40 years, so they went all in, that it's not the safe place to be. And they are retreating from the property market, a la sales are down 16.3%. Also, um, they're not shopping at Nike and Starbucks and things of that nature. So these are the things that we need to see. And then lastly, I don't know if you saw it, but I had a great interview or a great series of interviews yesterday with April Crosley. Uh, from Lazy Girl REI. She's been on my channel several times. I've been on hers. Uh, Those are great conversations. There's one more that went live this morning at 7 a.m. But something she and I talked about off air that I want to kind of close this episode with. She's like, Michael, there is no easy way. There is no shortcut. Uh, You need to pay the price. You need to do the work. She's talking about helping more people talking about you know wealth and helping others. But she hears a lot of new investors. They want the shortcut, the easy path, the easy button. And she's like, Michael, everybody's got to do the work. There is no easy button. And uh, I appreciate, appreciate all those conversations with April. Sorry, I'm trying to fight off a sneeze. Uh, and then lastly, if you follow me on Instagram, I put out a meme yesterday that uh, really riled some folks up. Uh, I put out a meme yesterday kind of on my notion of player and spectator. If you know, I've been talking about, hey, if you're a player, great. Do the work, practice, do all of these great things. That is awesome. Um, But there are people in the stands that will boo and cheer and crisis and crash and all of that stuff. That message resonates. I believe in that message. I chose a meme of somebody that looked very angry. And somebody that is cheering because that is what the player, um, that's how I get. I get angry when I hear about Crash and Get Out of the Market and You're Changing and all that stuff that spectators do. They really pick on the players. But in the meme that I put out, it actually had AOC and Joe Manchin. And apparently people were triggered by AOC and Joe. They didn't actually read the comment. I thought it was pretty funny and, um, I thought it was pretty interesting that a picture can create some pretty raw emotions. I was trying to have fun. I was trying to make a point. Uh, but yeah, that was, it was interesting to see the responses that I got. I was just trying to have some fun. Uh, again, uh, I encourage everyone to be a player, practice, do the work. Uh, some of you need to change your friends. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, It was interesting to see some of the um, venom that I got simply from a picture. So, I don't know. Interesting times we live in. Have a wonderful day, everyone. It is Tuesday. That means we get the Lumberjack, Uh, we get Omar, and I have a special guest at 10. So, lots of work for you. Remember, if you like what you see here, make sure to share, comment. In order to help a million people, I need your help. If you like a video, share it. Uh, You buy the book, take a selfie. You get one of these cards, take a selfie. Let's get more and more people tuning into One Rinsel at a Time. And of course, have a great, great day and always do the work. Bye.